gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast. Currently events, local, world racing, trending. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. And welcome to the show at 9 p.m. Monday, May the 17th. For joining me this fine Monday evening. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. I hope everybody had a uh, you know a good weekend. Um, hope you had a good start to your week, you know, being that it is Monday. So um, yeah, after um, almost um, three years, um, I had Mondays off, so I worked a four-day week, Tuesday through Friday. Today was my first Monday back in almost three years. I'm going to be working Monday through Friday, so my shows now are going to be in Monday evenings at 9 p.m., and you're probably asking yourself, why would I not do a four-day work week and go back to a five-day work week. Uh, A lot of changes in the company that I work for and that, so that's why. But you know what? I don't mind it. You know, it's not so bad. It won't take me long to, to get used to it that I'll be working Monday to Friday. So, I mean, everybody does it anyway. So now, you know, coming to the end of a school year, you know, college students, university students, high school, public schools, you know, kids in grade eight, you know, making that that big leap into high school and they want to have that that grade eight graduation. You know, whether it's university or college too, you mean you put all these years, you know, going to university and college and public school and high schools, you know. You know, last year, you know, the kids didn't, you know, get the chance to have, uh, you know, a graduation you know, like I did, you know, graduating from public school and then graduating from high school. You know, all the fun and excitement about it. And the reward at the end of it, you know, because all the hard work that you put into in, into school in learning and, you know, kids graduating out of high school or looking to go on to university and college to continue their studies, you know, but it's a, it's a big leap, 
you know and this is this is so important you know um to our to our kids that um they get to experience you know because you only graduate grade eight once graduate once from high school college university And it's something to be very proud of. You're proud of yourself, your parents and your friends are, are, are really proud of you. You know, for all the hard work you put in. You know, so what they're asking for is, is the government here on here in Ontario is that they're hoping that, you know, the government will look at it and, and to allow um, COVID safe outdoor ceremonies, you know, complete with physical distancing and personal protective equipment. But we're talking, you know, a lot, a lot of kids graduating from public schools and high schools. And we're talking thousands of kids going to be graduating this year. Is it going to be another year? Was it something that, you know, they're not going to be able to experience? Now, of course, you know, we thought that, you know, when we would get out of 2020, because, you know, that year was just, was just a, a mess, you know, and, and we were looking at 2021 to me, to be much brighter. You know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to, you know, worry about having, you know, lockdowns and stay at home orders and, and things like that. But unfortunately, this is the situation that we're in with our premier of Ontario extending the stay at home orders and lockdowns until June the 2nd. Now, even the, the, um, the public boards, the Catholic boards, um, are saying that, um, it still might be difficult, you know, to even organize and maybe too late to organize, you know, such an event like that. And as of, you know, as of tomorrow, um, all kids, you know, 18 years and older are now eligible for the vaccine. Well, we're in the middle of May. High schools, you know, they're not done until at least the 15th of June. Public schools aren't done until the end of June. Now, because it's such, you know, a big thing to get together and get it organized because, you know, 
people behind putting together such big events like this, I mean, these things are planned over the over the year, you know, and they have it down to a science, you know, for graduations. But how do you fit this sort of thing in, you know, when we're still in a lockdown here in Ontario and still stay at home orders? And even though um, our premier um, is saying that, you know, there might be some outdoor amenities that we might be able to open, you know, on or before June the 2nd. But when you have, you know, if you, you know, if, if the stay at home orders had ended, um, there would be very, there would be very likely be outdoor gathering restrictions in place that limit numbers. You know, we have graduating classes that would be over 400 students. You know, so, and, you know, just because, you know, Doug Ford says, you know, yeah, we might have some restrictions and outdoor amenities and stuff like that. Yeah, it's still going to be capped, you know, to how many people can gather. And that's all going to be depend on our, our numbers. And we're still over just a little over 2,000 cases per day here in Ontario. Uh, another thing that con concerns me is that this coming weekend is the Victoria Day long weekend. It's the weekend, it's the kickoff to, to our summertime fun. Everything in, in this shutdown and these stay at home orders, there is, you know, you're not going to be able to go to your cottage. You can't. You can't go camping. You can't do any outback camping. We, we can't go golfing. You can't, they can't even play golf at this point in time, tennis. They can't use the soccer fields, nothing. But, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, hopefully, you know, control parties and that's really hard to do. You know, just the, just the other day, yesterday, actually, the Toronto Police Services broke up a party inside a bar of almost 30 people. Bars aren't open for indoor dining and partying. Patios are closed. And yet people still go ahead and do these things thinking somehow they're not going to get caught. I'm afraid this sort of thing is going to happen over the, this coming weekend, this long weekend. There's going to be more gatherings. And unfortunately for those, you know, who are going to do that, you know, you're going to face the penalty. And at the end of the day, is it really worth it? The fine is $880 fine. And potentially... You know, you come down with COVID. Parties, large gatherings, 
have shown that that's a problem and people are being infected with COVID for having such activities. And we want to be able to have these graduations. You know, the school boards are saying that, you know, with the planning, you know, um, it's just, they don't think it's, they don't think it's gonna happen. And like I said, you know, just because, you know, Doug Ford, our premier says that, you know, he's gonna lift, you know, some restrictions on or before the 2nd of June. I can't see him actually doing it before the 2nd of June. You know, I really can't see that happening. Now, and despite the other day, his comments that he made, you know, taking advice from his own buddies, about the golfing because that's been that's been really been a really a hot ticket you know um in the media and um same with the other out outdoor safe activities has also really sparked you know um a lot of anger and a lot of organizations where in fact, um, these outdoor safe amenities and safe activities that we were doing before the lockdown have played no role in the infection rate here in Ontario. Actually, no cases come out of all the safe activities that we are allowed to do before April the 9th. Last year, they played a little over um, 20 million rounds of golf. And not one single case of COVID-19 was traced back to the golf courses. Or any other safe outdoor amenity or any other safe outdoor activity, none was traced back to the outbreaks of COVID-19. All indoors, parties, large gatherings, workplaces. That's where these cases came from. And continued that way. And even though Mississauga, Toronto, Brampton, New York regions, they've been in lockdown for six months. And yet they seem to have, they have the highest cases in all of Ontario. Overwhelmed hospitals, ICUs, all in those regions I just mentioned, which by the way, is only a couple of hours east of where I live. Now I'm a truck driver and I drive city, I'm home every single day and I drive into these hot spots every day. Now, with these stay-at-home orders and what amenities will Doug Ford allow? 
you know, because these stay-at-home orders and lockdowns are to expire on June the 2nd. Now, as long as Doug Ford keeps his buddies out of the conversation, because that conversation that he had the other day with his buddies and brought that into the news media, into his, into his news report, you know, listening to his buddies, you know, saying, oh, yeah, about golf. Yeah, you pick up one friend and another, then you pick up another friend, then you go golfing. And then after golf, you go have some pops. But Doug Ford said golf isn't the problem. He says it's, it's the traveling. See, the golf courses put in some pretty strict rules. If you showed up with somebody outside of your household for your tee-off time, your tee-off time was canceled. It would have to be somebody from your household, your wife, your son, your daughter, maybe your daughter and your wife. Nobody else from outside the household would be able to go to the golf course with you in your car and go golfing. So this bogus crap that Doug Ford comes out with his buddy saying that we're picking up our buddies and we're going golfing is not the case. Why he would say something like that just mind boggled a whole lot of people. Safe outdoor amenities, you know, like golfing, like tennis, kicking the ball around in the soccer field. Safe outdoor exercising classes. Even the restaurants um, for their patios, they had really strict rules and um, it was working, it was working just fine. You know, so many people, you know, depending, you know, because depending on where you lived here in Ontario, you had less restrictions than other areas. So a bar could have one bar, one bar in one area could have 50 people and then another region, because they were doing better in numbers, they could have 100 people and so on and so forth. But there was still no outbreaks of COVID-19 from any of those bars or restaurants because of the safety protocols they put in place. And yet again, every lockdown, bars and patios closed. The only thing that kids are allowed to do out there is to go play on the playground equipment. They can't even go to the skateboard park. No cases of COVID-19 no, no COVID came from there. Now they believe that it would be possible 
or they still believe that it would be irresponsible um, to re uh, to reopening recreational amenities today with case count still high, but she also gave the clearest indication to date that some recreational amenities will soon reopen, perhaps even prior to the expiry of the current stay at home and order, but she doesn't mention what amenities, outdoor amenities, will they consider open? Now, our premier still today said he defends the closure of the recreational amenities as the way to reduce mobility. Well, I'll tell you something right there, Doug Ford, because to reduce mobility, I see more people on the roadways today than I did in any other lockdown or shutdown that we've had in this past year of this pandemic. Mobility isn't the issue. People have to go to the grocery store. People have to go to the drugstore. All the outdoor garden centers are open. And a matter of fact, today I had to go to um, uh, to a um, a place where they sell all their plants and and all and stuff like that. I had never seen so many people out of these garden places. You know, it was just a zoo. And you say mobility is the problem. Now, being him saying that mobility is the issue. And others have argued that the closures have done more harm than good. We've had our top doctors and his doctors that sit on the science table saying safe outdoor activities, we need to have them for our mental health. People are struggling more than others. I've said this from time and time again, we all have COVID fatigue. I mean, coming this long weekend, you can't even take your boat on the water. Now, what would be safer? Take your boat on the water or be in a crowd of people at a garden center or being, a, being in a crowd of people at a Costco. You know how big Costco's are, they're huge. You go into a Costco, and even today, there, there's gotta be a little over a hundred people in there. And how's that safer than going on the water with your watercraft? or going to the golf course or the kids going to the skateboard parks 
or the basketball court, which they can't. Mobility is not the issue. Even the 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 child and family services argue that the pandemic has had a dramatic effect on the physical and mental health of children as it has deprived them of important social, emotional, and physical interactions. The report also says, while structured physical activity in schools and other organized settings would be ideal, there's also value in allowing children to participate in unstructured recreational activities in small groups, as long as they're able to practice social distancing. But you know, Doug Ford doesn't get that. The science is clear that the risk of outdoor transmission of COVID-19 is substantially lower than indoor transmission, especially with appropriate distancing and personal protective equipment. There is an argument need to, to uh, prioritize outdoor activities for children and use to begin to mitigate, you know, the devastation and the inadequate effects of this pandemic and related restrictions on their health and well-being and support on active recovery for children, youth, and their families. Doug Ford doesn't listen to the end of that. He's got a science table that he sits around with and they're telling him the same thing. But he listens to his buddies. And the researchers say that their report should serve as a call to action with the goal being to facilitate increased activity levels among children and youth during and after the pandemic with a focus on outdoor activity. And not just kids, kids are very important. Obviously they play a huge role in this, but as for adults, I mean, we're human beings too, just because we're grown-ups. You know, the mental health, physical. Just to be able, just just to be able to go out there and swing the clubs. Or just be able to go out there and put the boat on the water. Which we can't do. And like I said, this weekend coming up is the Victoria Long Weekend. It's the weekend that kicks off all our summer fun. And all these amenities to us are closed. And like I said earlier, I'm afraid what is going to happen. This coming weekend, And the proof is in the pudding because over Christmas, 
over Easter, over Thanksgiving. People gathered. People gathered indoors. And cases broke out. We may bet we may just be a little over 2000 cases right now. But we're going to see an influx. And the thing of it is, we're going to keep seeing it. Because just because you get your vaccination today, it takes two weeks for that vaccine to start working. Doesn't mean you're getting the shot in the arm and woohoo, this long weekend, I'm all good. It's not the case. This is why we still got to be really careful. But it's a wait to see, you know, whether, you know, what, what, what uh, amenities is the Ford government here in Ontario going to, you know, open up and restarting and expanding organized sports and activities and outdoor community camps and reopening recreational amenities, including sport fields, pools, and camping spaces. People can't even go to the cottage this coming weekend. Now, our premier, Doug Ford, did indicate um, over this past weekend that summer camps would be permitted to open this year, though he did not provide any additional details. He also did not specify whether that will include overnight camps or just day camps for the kids. Because the school year for the kids end at the end of June. Day camps and overnight camps for kids start July the 3rd. Now, whether the kids are going to be able to have overnight camps, you know, that is going to um, remain to be seen. Now, I'm going to hold Doug Ford to his word. He's saying that day, day camps or camps for kids will be able to open this summer. We're going to wait to see what happens. And of course, the numbers of cases are going to play a role in what happens. Because we have the rest of May, all of June, in order to get things open. And I don't expect, I mean, we're not just going to go wide open here, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, people get their hopes up and, and you know, yeah, we have lots of vac vaccines going out into arms every single day. You know, how loose are the restrictions going to be over the summer months? I suspect that 
the United States and Canada's land border will re, will uh, remain closed. I suspect that that was going that is going to happen because the twenty first of this month would be the deadline that the Canada and U.S. land borders would expire on the twenty first. And I suspect that our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, is going to announce probably very shortly, or like, got to be tomorrow, that he's going to extend it another 30 days from May 21st to June 21st, that the land borders remain closed and only to essential workers. Now, the government here in Canada, and of course the officials um, in the United States, um, you know, they'll be talking about, you know, how they're going to go about um, getting the land border open and for who. It's not going to be a free for all like it was post-pandemic, I'll tell you that right now. I suspect that our numbers here, just here in Ontario, I suspect that, you know, even by the end of June, they will be hovering around a thousand a day in cases. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be any lower than that. Now with this, with the, with this camping business, the Ontario, now see in this article here posted today, the Ontario government says that there are 99% certain that both day and overnight camps will open this summer amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, I hope he doesn't have to come back and say, well, you know, I'm really sorry, but, you know, I talked to my buddies and they said, well, you know, the families go pick up a couple of the neighbor kids and they go get a couple of neighbor kids and then they go over and they camp in and they sit around, they have some pops. It's the mobility is the problem. <laughs> you know, I, I just, that would just blow my mind if he'd come out and say something like that, you know, and that, uh, you know, I mean, is Doug Ford going to be like McDonald's, a brown bag letdown? at the end of the day and then have to call off the you know probably the overnight camps but they might be able to have some day camps now These people that run these camps, I mean, they're, they're, they're just great people, you know, and there's camps for, for special needs kids and, and all kinds, and all kinds of things for, 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 um, 
for children. And that, so I'm hoping that, um, you know, they, they'll get to experience, you know, a better summer than that they did last year. And I hope this summer for all of us, you know, it, um, will become, you know, much better than what we have had. And that's so, um, See, last summer there, um, the Ontario government pro, uh, prohibited overnight summer camps, um, but they did have some day camps. And of course, with restrictions, obviously, and how many, you know, so, I mean, there's still, you know, kids, you know, didn't get that opportunity. And that there's this one camp um, that I think is really great here in Ontario. It's not really far um, from where I live. And um, back when I was a kid, it was called the Kingsman Camp. And um, it, it, was, it was just a great place to go. And um, it didn't matter. Um, it was, it was, a, it was a sort of a camp that, um, even, you know, back at, back in the day when I was growing up, you know, if, if parents didn't have a lot of money, you know, it didn't matter, you know, you, you could, you, you paid what you could and your kids got to go to camp and we have camps like that, like this here, Kingsman's camp, you know, and then same with the Tim Hortons camp, you know, cause every time you put that change that you have in that little container they have for, for Tim's camps, you know, it helps children, you know, um, get to these camps and, and have a summer that they'll never forget. So it's important that, you know, um, we can get these day camps going, these overnight camps going. And like I said, it's gonna depends on the numbers and, and we certainly don't want Doug Ford coming back out, you know, and have to say, you know, sorry kids, you know, there isn't gonna be any camps. Same with the swimming pools, all the city's uh, swimming pools, you know, they open up at the end of June. And I think, you know, you know, swimming, God, man, you know, go, go, go to the swimming pool when I was a kid, you know, I think, I think it cost me like 15 cents to go swimming. And then I went up to a quarter. Now I think it costs a kid something like $3 and 50 cents to go to a public pool. That is just outrageous. Yes, we do have here in the city, we do have organizations and everything that, that helps out, you know, with, um, with families, um, who otherwise, you know, can't get $7 together for two kids to go swimming. So we do have programs to help. 
so parents and those like that and and um low wage families and stuff like that you know they can they can get help from agencies here for the kids to go swimming but three dollars and fifty cents a kid i remember when um back i you know maybe i don't, I don't know where you guys are from listening to my show but here um the ice cream wagon you would come around and and it, we, we they were called the dicky d and they had the big cooler freezer on, on on the front and it was it was a pedal bike you get a popsicle or an ice cream i think it was like 25 cents and i remember uh, like post pandemic um I bought my my grandchildren uh, an ice cream cone from the Dicky D, and they were like five dollars for an ice cream. I thought this is just unbelievable. Five dollars for an ice cream from the Dicky D. We used to have the ice cream truck when I was a kid. And you'd be ringing the bells coming down the street. And we would all be running home asking mom for 25 cents to get an ice cream. That was like $5 for an ice cream. You ever go into the, you go into the variety store and you go into the, into the coolers where they have all their ice creams and ice cream sandwiches. I mean, how much does that stuff cost today? Like four or five bucks for an ice cream sandwich? You know, or, or for a nutty buddy? You know, it's just, just absolutely ridiculous. Penny candy. Penny candy. Get candy for a penny. used to get a bag of candy and there'd be probably 15 candies in it for 10 cents when I was a kid. I'd go to the store, I would go to the store with 25 cents. And I could get um, 10 cent bag chips. And then some candy. You can't even buy a candy for 25 cents anymore. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going back. I, I mean, I grew up in the sixties, you know, so unbelievable, but I, I, I like to see, you know, these, these, these kids be able to have their day camps and, and their, and their, um, overnight camping. Now, um, this one camp is called Camp uh, Manitou, said that uh, he's aiming to reopen um, uh, for day and overnight camping on, on July the 1st, on Canada Day. That would be great. And then, um, I mean, because, you know, these, these recreation activities for kids, I mean, it's fantastic. You know, and all the kids can do right now 
is just go play on the climbers in the playground at you know after school or not even after school i mean they're not even in school they're doing online learning you know this is the third this is the third time during this pandemic that the kids have been online learning and how much of the have they've missed out in in-class learning Maybe it's difficult for some high school students to be doing it. Never mind kids. You know, how do you how do you get a grade one, a grade one boy or girl to sit there all day looking at a screen? Well, you get your 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 little 15 minute recess and then you get your your lunch and then you're back at it again and you get a little break in the afternoon. But how do you get a little kid like that to to sit there and do that? They're not going to do it. Even kids all the way up to grade six are struggling with this online learning. And three times already during this pandemic, this is what they had to endure. Now, Doug Ford saying definitely, absolutely, definitely that these day camps and overnight camps are going to open. Hope he's not wrong. No, I hope he's not. I mean, we're adults. I mean, yeah, we're frustrated too, right? You know, we can't go golf and we can't go play tennis. We can't do safe you know, exercising classes outdoors. But, you know, I think as adults, I think we can put our own feelings beside, beside and, and say, you know, yeah, kids, you know, they, they need, they need these, these outdoor activities. You know, they need these camps. You know, they want to go swimming. You know, I think we can, as adults, I think we can set aside, you know, of what we're going through, you know, and, and support the kids out there. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, there's kids that, you know, their families, you know, they live in high rises. They don't have that green space as, as kids live in a house or a townhouse. And it's difficult on them. Imagine what that's like. When are you going to go out in the parking lot and play in the parking lot? They got to do their online learning. You know, go out, go out and take a look around and go out and see where people live. You may live in, a, in an apartment yourself. But then the townhouse and, and, the, and the single dwellings, you have green space, you have a backyard. And that's why it's, that's why it's so important. You know, when, when he announced this, this final, he's saying it's the final one, but is it, 
you know, I'm not going to hold my breath, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just not going to hold my breath. I'm not. So, you know, um, with these outdoor activities, um, we'll have to wait to see which ones he's going to open up. And, uh, you know, I, um, I ordered out last night and from one of the favorite uh, places um, when we were allowed to go there. It's a great patio, great, uh, great um, atmosphere, great staff. And um, I actually call the restaurant and I go pick it up. I don't use Uber Eats or skip the dishes. I get off my backside and I make the effort and I go down to the place where I like to order from. And they get the total bill. They don't lose 30%. And I was talking to the guy there and um, he knows us. He knows us pretty well. We know him pretty well. And he's talking about, you know, hopefully, you know, he's thinking the middle of June is when the patios will be able to open up again and you'll be able to have indoor dining. That's still four weeks away. Now, depending on what Doug Ford does on or before the 2nd of June, is it going to allow, you know, like like before the lockdown, I think uh, we had 50 people at the most inside the, the, the establishment. That was it. And you had to make reservations. Now, whether he's going to allow, and, and, you know, of course there's, there's restaurants too that, you know, they don't have a patio. So, you know, the city, whatever city they're in, you know, the city is allowed, allowing to have the sidewalk patio. So whether our premier Doug Ford, you know, on or before the second is, is he going to allow those sort of amenities to open? And of course, it's going to be capped. You know, how many people out there need another haircut? If you didn't get your haircut before April the 9th, you know, when's the next time you're going to get a haircut? I don't have much hair on top of my head anyway, so I have my own little clippers here and, you know, takes me two minutes and I'm done. Cutting my hair, that is. But uh, we'll see what uh, Doug Fork comes out and says in the, in the next, in the next few days. I don't really expect any really big announce announcements from them, you know, because these these last one, this big announcement here saying that day camps and 
and to be able to have their overnight sleeps and and that's so that's 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 sort of big news you know it's big news for the kids you know and um we as adults we're gonna have to wait and see what kind of amenities um the fork government is gonna open up for us but let's get the kids let's get the kids going first let them let get them out there you know, I mean, they should be able to just, to, they should be able to play some hoops anyways. They should be, they should be able to use the, the, uh, the skateboard parks, but they can't. They can go just play on the playground equipment. That doesn't even make sense that they can play on the playground equipment, but they can't do the skateboard park. Never seen little, they're not all gathering around there they're all taking their turns having fun just like they're doing on the playground equipment you know as adults our, our playgrounds are much bigger and much different so hopefully um in the next little while you know, because there's not going to be any changes before this long weekend. So I want everybody, I want everybody, uh, listen up, Ontario, my fellow Canadians. You know, this is a big weekend coming up. We need to behave ourselves. We really do. I've got nothing, I've got nothing planned because there is nothing to plan. It's my mother's birthday this weekend. She lives in a retire, a retirement home. I get to see her because I'm an essential caregiver to my parents. So I'll be able to see her for a birthday. That'd be my weekend, this long weekend. That's that's it because there won't be anything open to do anything so don't get together in these large groups you know the government knows you're going to have a party the police services know you're going to have a party and they're going to break up your party You know, and then, you know, it's just going to be a real headache for you. You know, an $880 fine, and it's more for the host. So be responsible. And maybe June 2nd, we can have our playground back. Have to wait and see, ladies and gentlemen, it's really hard to... It's really hard to say, but thank you for joining me this Monday evening, taking the time out of your evening and joining me here on the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. 
take care, have a safe week, and thank you. Yeah.